Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Hey, um, you know who's back tomorrow? Fred. How about Fred Bottenheimer over there, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, he's, um, I, I'm shocked because I have not bothered him. I had one question for him today because we have the Reardon Roundtable coming up on Friday, and I wasn't sure of the status of that. But he hasn't really reached out. Maybe he's been communicating with Abby. I don't know. I saw a picture. He sent me a picture of him snowshoeing, and I sent him some cordial. I'm sure he was thrilled to get my Quartal and Wordle results on vacation. <laughs> Can I ask a dumb question? Uh-huh. Oh, what's Quartal? Oh, the four times Quartal. So you guess four words. Okay. In nine guesses. That sounds hard to it's me. It's so great. <laughs> oh, guess. you'll love it. Okay, you will hate it. It's a patience strain. Yeah, I wouldn't like that at all. But he is back tomorrow. Abby's been doing great uh, work because she's had to double dip, doing yeah. the regular stuff that she has job. to do, and then booking everything up as well. Um, I'm going to invite our next guest to take part in a little experiment today with you, Sue. And just to be patient with me, Nick Schwar, state senator. How are you, Nick, this afternoon? Hi. I am wonderful. It is a beautiful rainy day out here at the Capitol. We just wrapped up some business, uh, solidifying a parent's bill of rights, getting rid of some indoctrination. But uh, the the fight goes on as we're going to have more school choice coming up next week. Okay, hold on all of that, all those important things, because I just came across a video that I had not seen from last night. Did you watch the State of the Union, Nick? Were you all about it? Were you, you know, popping the popcorn there in Jeff City with a bunch of uh, folks? Did you see the speech or not? Well, I was, I was at the Mizzou game. We brought home a win. Nice. Um, oh, you so, barely, dude. Are you kidding me? That scared the crap out of me. Hey, me too. I was uh, I was very, very anxious, to say the least. But we, good game. I've seen a lot of the clips, uh, and I, I am chomping at the bit to watch the whole thing tonight. Okay, but I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I have my phone because I only saw this about 10 minutes ago, Nick, and just bear with me because I want Sue's reaction, and I'm going to have her um, kind of walk through this live on the air. So what I want you to do, and I'm going to tell you what, don't, don't press play yet. This is like a 10-second clip, okay? Right. And there's no audio. It's just, it's from the State of the Union address last night, and it's when um, Dr. Jill Biden, I had to, you have to say her full name. I think it's a federal law now. Nick, do you know, is it federal or state law? If you don't say your Dr. Jill Biden, you, there's a fine or something like that, isn't there? Kim Gardner will come arrest you. Ah, Ah, yes. So this phone is she, heavy. What do you got in she, here? Well, my credit card is oh, somewhere yeah. there. Uh, but she is about to greet Doug Emhoff, who is the first gentleman, right? Okay. Com- isn't that right? Is that right? Kamala yeah, Harris's Kamala Harris's husband? husband, Doug okay. Emhoff, right? Can I hit play? Yeah, yet? press play. All right. Okay. You're going to see her greet Doug Emhoff. She goes down the stairs. Yep. And then she sees she Doug. And, by and, and then what happens? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Have you seen this yet? That is one of the ones I saw. I uh, I, oh, I didn't know if it was my altered. I don't. Okay, so some people are like that. Listen, what happened was, yeah, no. she kissed him audience. on the lips, full on kiss. Like, Doug Emhoff. It wasn't like a cheek side swipe thing. No, it was, it was full a full on, on, on kissed him on the lips. That was uh, that was wow. 
Now, I get it, right? Some people <laughs> really? are that way. Some families are, are yeah, kissers on the lips. Island, you're that way. <laughs> no. Wait a second. You're telling me that that's how people greet. They're like full-on lips. But no, I'm no... not your friend's husband. No, that's right. just weird. <laughs> I I mean, wow. That uh, Maybe someone was supposed Wait, to turn their head. Wait, can I see that again? Yeah, that's what sure I'm thinking. I'm maybe wondering Doug if was somebody supposed was... To... Yeah, exactly. Whether they were supposed to turn for the side, you know, the cheek but kiss. But they acted like it was so normal. Yeah, they, yeah, they did. You know, if, if me Wait, and Mark were going to come in and greet each other, it, it would be an awkward moment. Like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I thought, no. Uh, it, it was too too easy for them to just do it and then walk away. On a serious note, let me let me just address this and get your opinion, Sue. And I don't know how you feel, Nick, but I, I'm really uncomfortable with the whole, hey, kiss on the cheek if you, if you yeah. greet. Now, I don't mind, like, uh, a little hug or something like that, uh, but... I, I just get uncomfortable with it because I don't even know if I know what I'm supposed to do, yeah. right? Are you supposed to, yeah. like, actually smack your lips on the cheek? Or are you just supposed to, it, It's just weird to me. Here's the thing. These two have greeted each other in whatever way they're going to do it for two years. They should have figured it out, whether they're doing the cheek kiss or whether we're just fist pumping. Uh, this is, should not have been a surprise to either of them, but holy Toledo! Where's Dr. Fauci to say, hey, wait a second. This but, is going to spread COVID. But, Sue, what would you say on my comment? Because it, it seems like it's almost standard. Sometimes you, you see people, and I, Nick, you, you probably experience this a lot more than me because you're in formal situations with lawmakers and stuff, but you greet uh, a professional woman, and if you know them well enough, there may be a little you know, greeting or kiss on the cheek. Well, that, the whole process I don't like. She was coming up to him. So no, I'm not talking she... about that. I'm talking about in general. Not uh, Get off okay, of Jill okay. Biden. No, no, no. Uh, it's so I'm hard to get about, off that. Okay. I'm talking about Nick and me, and let's say that we see you. Okay. I don't like I don't like doing it. I well, don't. No, I would not expect either of you <laughs> to kiss me on the mouth. But no, no, no. Or okay. the cheek. That's the point. That's I would my just point. give a little hug. Little hug yeah. is good, right? You can do Eskimo kisses. The little nose rub. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was almost. If you really kind of look at Doug Emhoff and Doctor yeah. Jill, it almost looked like they were about to do that. That was anyway. Wow. Right. I had to. That I, was. I thank you for that. that because that was really crazy. All right. Huh. So. I did see a little coverage today. Let's talk about the uh, Parents' Bill of Rights. One of the little tweets I saw was that Republicans had watered down the Parents' Bill of Rights. And so so what happened with this? This is now at what point it's cleared the Senate back to the House? Is it going to the governor? What's going on with this? Well, there's got to be another vote to um, third read and pass it. Basically, after the amendment process has taken place and there was – Not necessarily a filibuster, but the bill was brought up last week. The Democrats were filibustering, made it clear that they intended to stand up until the end of eternity. Uh, So Senator Koenig, I know, worked his butt off uh, to to get some sort of a deal. And there's a transparency portal. So now parents don't have to deal with all of the school districts saying, all right, it's going to take $1,000 in 15 weeks for us to send you curriculum or guest speaker list or, hey, information about the drag show that we're going to take your kids to on the field trip. So there's a lot of good stuff in there. The the Parents' Bill of Rights, quite or the, um, the prohibition on the indoctrination, quite frankly, could have been stronger. And I know there could be some discussions as it goes over to the House uh, once we third read and pass it. But I think as of right now, it's a phenomenal step in the right direction. It's going to empower parents not only to uh, access curriculum, see where their money's going, see if there's information that the school is, is showing their kids that they shouldn't, quite frankly, when it comes to X-rated materials. Uh, but it's also going to prohibit 
certain things uh, that encompass Project 1619, uh, critical race theory, and, and the whole blame game of, okay, since you're white, you're an oppressor, um, th- that's not going to occur. And if it does, parents will finally have uh, the ability to be made whole and actually sue uh, the school district and be compensated for that. State Senator Nick Schroer is with us this afternoon. This afternoon. So is this just because I, I want to be clear and I'm kind of walking into something or walking you into something that we, we need to talk about anyway. But this is different than what they are calling by they. I mean, the Post-Dispatch and the rest of the media the don't say gay bill. Right. Missouri's version mm. of the don't say gay bill from Florida, which doesn't say anything like that. But they love that tag. So they put it on what some of uh, Missouri lawmakers are going to do. But that's separate from the Parents Bill of Rights. Yeah, that's entirely separate. That's a uh, the Senate Bill 134 is one that we heard the other day. And, you know, I was appalled when fake news media and I hate to say that because I wish that journalism integrity was a thing uh, for for mainstream media. But, yeah, I mean, when you push something that is a bill and a half, most of its definitions and it, it basically just says in a bill 134, don't talk sexuality and sexual content with my kid, my minor child without parental consent. That's it. That's it. Um, and has nothing to do with being gay, being straight, uh, being a tiger, a unicorn. It just says parental rights are, are superior. You have to get the, the check off from the parents before uh, you're able to teach my minor kid this but stuff. Nick, but the- Nick, if you have, okay, this is tongue in cheek, but Nick, <laughs> you have students out there that are afraid to tell their parents certain things and they don't want to confront um you know that uncomfortable situation if they're lgbtqia and beyond so the school is really best suited to handle any of those issues aren't they because these warriors in our classroom isn't that what they're trained to do nick shore well quite frankly that's that's the argument that we heard from the left that's the argument that we heard from people who uh on the record have said in House committee hearings and in Senate committee hearings that they were helping their two-year-old child transition. That was in a hearing just a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, it's been, it's been unveiled since 2020 that there were, I think, over 200 school districts or schools uh, in the state of Missouri that had an MSBA policy, a school board association policy, that uh, would allow the teachers and uh, school employees to keep conversations about sexuality and things of that nature private regardless of whether the parents asked uh, and inquired about, okay, is my, is my child saying they want to have a different name, a different quote-unquote pronoun, these school districts were keeping that stuff private. So, no, they are not best suited. The one who is best suited is the parents, the one who's in the driver's seat of the upbringing, the education of their kid. That's who we need to empower, and that's the rights that we need to uh, respect here. So how do you even uh, confront the, the nonsense that gets pushed out there in, in the media on this stuff? Because they, they, they love what happened in Florida. So every headline says, don't say gay. Every tweet, you know, I saw Channel 4 today. They all jump on board with this stuff. Well, I think you just got to fight back with the facts. You know, the facts are in our favor. And I know in the courtrooms they've said, you know, when you've got the facts, pound the facts. When you've got the law, pound the law. When you've got neither, pound the table. And that's exactly what the Democrats and their their extremist supporters have done. They come to the Capitol saying that people will die because of this. There's going to be kids committing suicide. Well, wait a second here. If, if we have a mental health crisis, this is clear-cut evidence that we have a mental health issue. These kids need to be uh, accessing mental health practitioners who are the ones that specialize in this stuff, not 
the individuals that are trying to push their woke agenda on these minor kids that are very impressionable. By the way, on the education topic, I I talked about this a little bit earlier, and this is my neck of the woods here with Rockwood, not necessarily your neck of the woods, but I think you'll find this interesting. So there's a newsletter that went out from my school district, Rockwood. It's the Repack Monthly newsletter relating to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And there was somebody by the name of Dr. Letitia Smith who wrote, well, it it wasn't something she wrote. It was a QA. and a So they said, tell us about your background, what drew you to live in the Rockwood School District, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And then one of the questions was, given the recent events in our community, how can we best support our black students moving forward? She goes on and she says, there should be a revisit of all board policies that deal with all aspects of fairness, equity, discrimination, harassment, intimidation, and so forth. Schools should have a required specific addendum to the overall policy that is germane to their specific school community clientele. And then she says that everybody, even if you're contracted, needs to go through annual anti-bias, anti-racist training on an ongoing basis. And if somebody, this is my favorite part, if somebody says the wrong thing, Nick, a, a, a parent or anyone else, they should be fined by the Rockwood School District. And the money from those fines would fund ongoing anti-racism bias and sensitivity training. That's what some of these people are talking about. I think she's a PhD, by the way, this person that I'm referring to. And that's their ideas. Now, this is, as, as you know, this is nothing new. This is what that side wants in education. Right. That's what they're pushing. They're not pushing actual education. They're pushing all the DEI stuff as much as they can. Well, that's exactly the point. You know, when we start focusing more on this garbage and all the quote unquote gender ideology and not a single person that comes down to the Capitol to testify is consistent with the other person when you ask them how many genders are there. When we're focusing on the things that honestly don't matter, why are, you, why are kids going to school? Because we need to educate them. We need to prepare them to become an adult, to take on the world and achieve the American dream and pass on generational things that, you know, the greatest generation, my grandparents, your grandparents had. And, you know, for, for parents like us that have young kids that are still in school, especially, you know, both of us that have these young girls that – Uh, In this woke world that we live in, it scares the crap out of me. I want them to be prepared and to know history, to know how to balance a checkbook, to know how to read our founding documents. And the more time that we focus on gender ideology and stopping uh, radical employees from from trying to be impressionable upon the kids and, and tell them that, okay, you're born a woman, but now you can become a boy. Well, she's only four years old, so what in the hell are we doing? No, we need to start concentrating on preparing these kids to take on the world Look at what Russia is doing. Look at what uh, North Korea, what China, what are they doing in their education systems? They're not concentrating on this garbage. They're going to school year-round to prepare these kids to take on the world and be the top of the top when it comes to uh, the wisdom and intelligence. All right, so on that front, before I let you go, then what part of any of these proposals deals with some of the gender stuff and girls' sports, et cetera? Where, where does that kind of get you know, rolled into legislation right now? So that bill actually came out of the Education Committee, I believe it was a week or two ago. Um, One of the committees that I sit on, it it came out of there, and it should be on the floor. If not tomorrow, I'm looking next week. But with it being so controversial, uh, I don't know if the Democrats are going to plan an attack of saying that they're going to kill it, they're going to filibuster. Again, another common-sense approach that we're wasting time on arguing should men, biological men, play in women's sports. Uh, The answer is no, they shouldn't. Yeah, but we've seen, I'm sure you've seen, I can't remember which state house it was, Oklahoma, I think. You, you yes. had a bunch of activists, Oklahoma. right? They went down there, basically took over the Capitol, shouting down the an insurrection. 
Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it was a little <laughs> bit of an insurrection. They have the right to do it, obviously. Uh, I don't know how much you've seen of that in Jeff City, but if this thing gets close to you know being final, there's going to be a lot of opposition, which is strange to me because I don't understand how you can even make any kind of case that that's in any way, shape, or form fair. And I don't know if you saw, I played yesterday some of the comments from Bethany Hamilton, who is the you know outstanding surfer, pro surfer, who mm-hmm. had her arm removed by a shark, and she survives that, but now she's not going to compete because the surfing organization is going to allow biological males in her sport. And good for her for standing up for that, or against it. Well, even R- Riley Gaines, who had a swim yeah. against the biological male, she is coming forward. You're not seeing it on MSNBC, CNN, but if you go to Rumble, or YouTube, wherever it is, and just type in Riley Gaines, you can hear so many stories from so many biological women that are saying this is wrong. This is not equal rights anymore. It's not women's rights. It's about kowtowing to the very vocal minority. Excellent. Nick Shore, thanks for coming on here this afternoon. I really appreciate it. We will Absolutely. talk soon. All right, take week. care. That's State Senator Nick Schroer with us this afternoon. We're going to talk a little bit about Hollywood and some of the crazy stuff that happens there. Christian Toto from HollywoodandToto.com. I have an audio cut of the day, actually a really good one with Joe Rogan today, making some great points. That's coming up as well right after 545. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.